Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 14. Okay, so today is the long-awaited, or at least it feels like it's been a long time for me, uh, long-awaited part two to the impressions and impact and excitement I have about Dr. B.J. Fogg's book, Tiny Habits. So in part two of Tiny Habits, I want to talk about how Dr. Fogg describes going from tiny to transformative. And this is really fascinating because yes, it's possible we can create those prompts and we can create new habits, but the idea of going tiny with these little habits is for a bigger purpose. It's to create one transformation after another in our life. And as I think I ended the last chat about this was on celebration and how important it is to celebrate all of the new tiny habits that you're doing so that you really kind of encode in your brain the pleasure that comes from celebration so that you can repeat those habits over and over again. And so doing that is a great result in and of itself, but many times we have bigger things that we're wanting to do. And in the context of your career and things you wanna accomplish with your career, then it's important to break this down in a way that the small habits you're doing can create larger and larger impact as you go along. The first thing that I want to touch on, and it's it's a great segue from celebration, is creating success momentum. When we create a feeling of success, it increases our momentum. It increases our ability to let those uh, tiny habits that we've created grow or multiply. So grow meaning you reach the you reach the ultimate so if your goal is to you know plank for 3 minutes every day and you gradually work your way up there to 3 minutes 15 seconds at a time your habit is growing also habits can multiply and that means a great habit in one area of your life starts to creep into other areas of your life in the best possible way and that's how they multiply but you get there with success momentum so how do you do this in a way that really helps you take advantage of tiny and take advantage of that great chemical imprint of success Well, of course, it's about allowing yourself to feel successful. But I I did a little model here. And if you had a goal in your application process or your job search process to connect to a recruiter, say that's your goal. And when you do it, you are successful 
and you can enjoy this and celebrate that success. Well, you're only enjoying that success one time. When you reach out, then you celebrate. What if you broke that down into some tiny little habits? I've actually come up with 15 steps that you actually get to celebrate 15 times instead of one time. Imagine how that is going to create a feeling of success and momentum towards getting what you want. Let's say you know you need to be on LinkedIn and apply for jobs. So I've posted many times having a little script ready for when you do outreach. And I'll put that little script and a link to a demo of how to reach out to recruiters in the show notes. So don't worry about what the little script is. You'll have that, but have it ready. Now, to do the direct outreach, well, number one, you first need to log into LinkedIn. Step one, even if that's the only thing you do for days, then that counts as a success. Because listen, sometimes if a job search feels like drudgery and you're dreading it, even the thought of logging in to LinkedIn can be challenging, can feel painful and create resistance for you. So we want to take that resistance away. So just like Dr. Fogg flossed one tooth a day to create a better habit, just log into LinkedIn. The next thing you may want to do as you start to increase or grow your habit of reaching out and connecting to recruiters is find the company page on LinkedIn. Log in, find the company page. Do that over and over until you move to the next step. And we'll we'll talk about how you know when you should be moving on to the next step shortly. But logging into LinkedIn, finding the company page, click on the people link in the company page. Just look at the people. We're not reaching out yet, we're just looking. Type recruiter into the search bar. Who of those people are actually recruiters? Scroll through those results. Click to view someone's profile. I like the idea of looking at three people's profiles, but remember, you don't have to click on all three at one time. These are separate steps, each one. One day, maybe you look at one person's profile and you look at one person's profile for several days before you expand out. The next step after you have reached your goal of looking at three different recruiter profiles is then start to click connect with that person. And maybe when you first start to click connect, you don't even write the note. You don't even paste your script in there. Totally fine. It's the act of clicking connect that we're after, your comfort level. And of course, every time you do these things, you are allowing yourself to feel successful. That is so key. Build your way up to sending that note with your connection request. And maybe you click copy and paste, but you never actually send them, you never actually click connect. Maybe you back out, your note and click connect without the note. Totally fine. But in the end, getting through all of these steps, and I it's like 14, 15 steps. After each one, you feel successful. You celebrate. Even if it's the tiniest of steps in connecting to a recruiter. Now, 
I would love for you to feel successful 15 times, breaking that habit down into 15 tiny steps, then waiting for the one step of finally reaching out to recruiter before you feel successful. Okay, we got it, we got it. Okay, number two is looking for the deeper meaning or aspiration behind the tiny habit. If you're in a job search, then there's a deeper meaning. There's a reason why you're searching for a job. Maybe it's purely you need a job. That's the aspiration. I always like to coach my clients that if you find yourself in job search mode, then look at that as an opportunity to give yourself a promotion. Look for your next role that's not just an easy peasy replacement to what you had, but look at it as an opportunity to stretch. Imagine what that would feel like aspiring to the promotion that you that you know you've always wanted or the company that you've always wanted to work for. When you find the deeper meaning or aspiration behind the habit, in this case, what we've talked about, reaching out to recruiter, then it starts to feel like you can do that. It starts to give you some more motivation. Again, is that aspiration to make more money? Is it to use your gifts? Anytime you are tapping into that deeper reason, a lot of people might call it your why, then you're going to be creating some motivation along with those feelings of success along the way with each of your tiny habits. Now listen, you know it's working when you feel optimistic, when you are experiencing some forward movement. That's how you know the success that you're giving yourself, the celebration that you're giving yourself, and the movement through those tiny, tiny steps is actually working for you. So how do you know when you're ready to take bigger steps? How do you know when you're ready to go from clicking connect with no message or no note to clicking connect with that personalized note asking the recruiter to keep you in mind for a specific role or specific position. It's called finding the comfort edge. That's what how Dr. Fogg describes it. It means getting comfortable, not pressuring yourself. It should feel very natural. It isn't the I should reach out to another recruiter. It's, wow, that was easy. Mm, I think I'll try another one. So think about it being like that. Be flexible, be kind to yourself. If you find that you're too busy, if you're not feeling well, or if you are just, say you're looking for a promotion, but you've had a hard day at work and you really just want to relax and spend time with family, then don't let those I should be looking for a new job moments pressure you into doing it. One of the ways to keep track of this is be really aware of your thoughts and feelings motivating those actions that you take. Anytime your action is motivated from a feeling of fear or desperation or doubt or frustration, like you had a really hard day at work, so you're going to dive into reaching out to people. Mm, Keep in mind, something motivated from frustration, something motivated by something you're running away from instead of something that you are aspiring to and running toward, your actions will never be as effective and productive as you want them to be 
when the thoughts and feelings motivating those are not serving you. Also, avoidance is an action. I'll say that again. When you avoid doing something, that is a non-action, which is an action. So take a deeper dive into that as well. Are you avoiding doing something? And if you are, reverse engineer that back. How are you feeling that's causing you to avoid? And what is the thought that's creating that feeling? A lot of times we'll avoid reaching out to a recruiter because we think we're going to be rejected. They're just going to reject me anyway is your thought. And so the feeling that follows that might be a feeling of helplessness or frustration or doubt. You know what those are for you. So be aware of all of that. Next is creating an environment that is designed to help you do your tiny habits with ease. We talked in part one about how interesting those prompts are. Well, sometimes you're creating those prompts. Maybe it's making LinkedIn, your default homepage. I don't know, you know, when you log into your computer, hmm, LinkedIn is one of the first websites that comes up. Maybe it's a little sticky note. Maybe you find the LinkedIn logo and print it and stick it on the corner of your computer. Whatever that is for whatever habit that you want to create is creating an environment that makes it easy and creating those little prompts to remind you that that is the habit you set out to create can be so helpful. And last but definitely not least is mindset. And I know mindset is a very broad word and maybe in some cases a little bit overused. But what I love about the way Dr. Fogg puts it in the book is he uses this phrase and he heard it over and over again from clients who he was working with on creating new habits in their life, is they started to say this, I'm the kind of person who, I'm the kind of person who can trust myself to follow through. I'm the kind of person that's fearless about reaching out to people who I know can help me advance my career. Imagine what that does for you, thinking that you're that kind of person instead of a person who shrinks back in fear, a person who I never get what I want, or a thought that you have, nobody ever notices me. What if your thought is, I put myself in places where I'm noticed. I'm the kind of person that gets noticed for the value that I offer. Wow, such powerful thoughts. And I'll take it a step further because when you start acting and talking and behaving like the person you want to be, things change. I may have said this before, but every single promotion I ever got in my career And despite all the ups and downs and being restructured out three times, I actually achieved 12 career promotions during my corporate life. And the reason I did it is because in advance of actually getting that promotion, I leveraged my brain power for putting myself in that spot, in my mind, in the things I said, What would the person who was a buyer at Nordstrom be thinking, be doing? How would she be responding to 
requests for meetings with vendors? What kind of ownership would she take over results? Those are the kinds of things that you can be thinking. And this isn't just fun woo-woo stuff. This is a physiological thing. Our brains want coherence. Our brains are really good at creating harmony between the things that we vividly imagine and the reality that we are experiencing. So when you start thinking of yourself as I'm the kind of person who follows through, I'm the kind of person who gets noticed for the value that I contribute, your brain starts helping you create the actions that align with being that kind of person. So always think, talk, act like the person who is. You fill in that blank. All right. Well, I hope that this is something that will encourage you to get the book because it's so awesome. But I also want to encourage you that you are far more capable of getting everything you want in your career than you're probably giving yourself credit for. So think about that. What are the things that you're thinking that are holding you back? What are the things that you know you've always wanted to do to advance your career, to land a new job? What are the habits that are going to get you there? Break down those habits into little teeny tiny actions. Enjoy the success along the way. Allow those successes to create momentum and multiply in your life and you will experience some really, really awesome results in life and work. All right, until next time. Thanks, everybody. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.